So you you think uh, your last uh, open mic was uh, pretty decent? Um, I don't know. I was I was disappointed in what I was expecting pr- before it. So I, I guess I was optimistic. I was really <laughs> what were you used expecting? One um, something just better. <laughs> no, I was I was really when I first saw these four dudes walk in, I thought they were American and they all were wearing like dress shirts and stuff. Mm-hmm. And I was gonna say like, oh, I bet these guys, you guys all look like you have a lot of passive income. Yeah. But um, when I found out they're Australian, it's like, well, that doesn't work, and it kind of made me sad because <laughs> they obviously do have passive income, right? <laughs> because that's why they're in the United States. And not- what if they looked like Crocodile Dundee? <laughs> that's not a knife. That's a knife. Would you have made a comment then? I really no, I wouldn't know. I would. Oh, I see what you're saying because he looks a little bit. He looks like he'd be from like he's from the outback. He's yeah, a little more he's poor. Out of uh, yeah, fish out of water. No, I wanted to bring up Crocodile Dundee and Fosters. Fosters, the golden throat charmer. Do they still think that that's a thing? Like, are they still like everybody's in love with Paul Hogan? You think? Or I think probably they... he's like a hero over there, isn't he? I looked I this know. up recently. I thought he was like <sighs> getting into like some tax fraud or something, where he didn't like pay. Australia like any of the money he made off of those movies and they're like dude we don't care like that you're you know technically making money over in America you need to pay us because we're Australia and you live here I'm interested to know, to know who actually else knows this information I'm a very strong uh, Paul Hogan follower yeah oh, <laughs> I call myself a Hoganite you know where I heard a hokey <laughs> <laughs> <I'm> a... <laughs> excuse me uh, you know where I heard heard this heard information about paul hogan was uh how did this get made the podcast mm, yes they did an episode on right i think we did the third one in los angeles yes yes yeah. mm-hmm. and i listened, that's where I, they were just talking about i never knew that he was that big of a deal yeah like i just like oh yeah it's fucking crocodile dundee like i thought he was more of like a uh not a parody but just more he, it, i thought he was like you know Ernest, like the australian Ernest, mm. and he's not because Ernest is way better oh yeah because <laughs> it's always it's sad that Fucking Jim Varney died. Did he started. Ernest was like a car ad at first. He really? was like a advertisement like creation, and then he was like so popular and so famous that they started making movies. Damn. And did you know that Tyson's Toyota is giving rebates with each used car or truck? Uh huh. You know, Burn. I've always thought rebate was something you did after you lost your worm. What's your favorite Wait, Ernest movie? <laughs> uh, the only one that I really remember, I don't even remember the, like, the plot or anything, but the one I remember watching over and over uh, was each year would be uh, Ernest Saves Christmas. Oh, Christmas tree, 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 oh, Christmas tree. Oh, Christmas tree. Of course, yeah. So that would be the, that would be the one. I don't really remember watching any of the other ones. In fact, I remember him as a bad guy in something. That's really what Jim I Jim Varney. Yeah, I, I remember. And maybe I'm maybe I got my actors mixed up or something. But I remember him as a bad. I mean, I could be thinking of. Well, he played like an evil Ernest in Ernest uh, Goes to Jail. Hey, you, Murdoch, you're the guy that shot my brother, right? And I'm the guy that's going to shoot you, eh? All right. There was like a, you know, a bad have... guy that looked like Ernest, and he took like his place. Did he have a mustache, the bad guy? <laughs> no. I, I just picture him. It's like, I picture, it's like Jim Varney with his hair slicked back almost mm-hmm. and a mustache. 
Hey guys, the internet here. Kenny might be thinking of the 1995 film entitled The Expert starring James Brolin and Jeff Speakman, where Jim Varney plays a mustache-wearing, hair-slicked, psychotic mental patient named Snake. But what do I know? I am just the internet. I liked how he was also the voice of the Slinky Dog in Toy Story. That's true. Doesn't really get a lot of play in that. That's, that's uh, yeah. I remember. In fact, I, I tried I remember, to do an impression of that early in my comedy career. And it did not go over well. I can't do any voices. Dude. Really? Can't, you can't yeah. do any impressions. I don't really do any good voices. Or, unless it's somebody that I like know personally where I'm just right. like mocking something that they do. The only uh, other one I can, the only one I can do is like Gollum and like Smeagol. Right. And it's like that ship sailed. Like what what, am I gonna do? what would Smeagol sound like if he was talking to Paul Hogan? <laughs> Oh shit! See, I, I, let me see if I can. Okay, I'll just let me see if I. Okay, you edit your shit. I shouldn't even be yeah, worried about anything. Don't worry just, about anything. But see, then I'm gonna know what you think of it based on if it ends up in the podcast. You yep, this didn't make it. But it's <laughs> stinky, filthy, little hobbitses. They'll take the precious. I told you he was tricksy. Yeah, yeah, that's a pretty decent uh, smeagle. I like that. Like, all right, it's but I have a hard time seeing. Wait, what was the, it? Was if he was talking to Paul Hogan? Did yes, <laughs> you filthy crocodile Dundee. <laughs> That's not a knife. Yeah. This is a knife. This is knife. Yeah. Why'd you do it? You did a better one than me anyway. <laughs> I always felt like, uh, yeah, that was an easy voice because yeah. it was kind of like a, basically, like a gizmo. That's true. Where you just go like, hey guys, how's the girl? Or like an animal, like a baby animal from Muppet Babies where you go, la, 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 la. <laughs> You motherfucker. See, that's the same thing. The last time I brought this up was with Paul Lau. Mm. And uh, he did a bunch of voice. Like he's like, it's like, dude, to me, then when I hear other people do yeah. voices, it just. Uh... I would love to do voices, but I don't have any like bits around the voices. And the bits that I've created just don't work. Like I originally was like doing a, a voice because I do a, a Marvin the Martian pretty well. So I was like going on stage going like, uh, what would it sound like if Marvin the Martian got denied from a bank loan? And I'd be like, I thought my Deludium Q34 space modulator was enough for the down payment. This is most upsetting. And it was a good voice, but people were like, who gives a shit about the bank part? <laughs> right. And, and Marvin Martian is like, older than it's a pretty, old. Yeah, you know I'm, I mean? I'm definitely calling out my age. Like, <laughs> you're like, yeah, you motherfucker. It's like, you're like five years older than me. That's why you know about Paul Hogan and Jim Barney so much. That's why your trivia is on point. I always tend to think about like, cause I feel like I'm pretty youthful still. Like I'm always like kind of still into pop culture and whatnot, but I do notice a lot of people are like, dude, that was like a 30 year old reference. Yeah. <laughs> oh, and I've been sick. That's probably why my, my golem was even more garbage than mm, normal. Mm. I've been, I'm still coughing. That's where the coughing's from guys. I always also feel like the other impressions are impressions that are like kind of fucked out already. Like it's not like a unique impression where like, oh, nobody does that. It's like, oh yeah, a lot of people do. Uh, you know, Alan Alda or Tony Danza. Yeah. Well, those are, yeah, those are more of like the. It's more about like the substance of what you're saying. Yes. In it. I kind of had a bit that worked a little bit. I just didn't. I don't think I like committed enough. Right. But I think it was one of those uh, where I had uh, celebrities calling you up and giving you bad news instead of like whoever was supposed to give you that bad news like yeah it sucks when you have to like tell your family that like you know grandpa died but why not have like sean connery like call up your family for you and like go like hey you know who's the man now dog <laughs> not your grandfather because he's dead 
Motherfucker. But then he would always like, you know, because they're celebrities, they would always like whip in a like, you know, advertisement at the end. Like, and did you know that Highlander is now on DVD? (laughs) Don't watch part two. Welcome to This Comics Life. This is me, your host, D. Williams, a.k.a. Dear Williams, a.k.a. Dumbass, a.k.a. Dude that's hanging out with another dude that's half black and half white and all dick. <laughs> <laughs> and I want to tell uh, all of you, yeah, that he's uh, another great open mic comedian and fellow friend. And yeah, his name is, of course, Kenny Weber. What's up, dude? Awesome. So, Kenny, why do you go by Kenny Weber? Is it just because it's your name? <laughs> yeah. Uh, was my name first and foremost. Not Kenneth. No, my name's Kenneth. Okay. Yeah, Kenneth. Kenneth William. <laughs> and you didn't want to be the Kenneth Weber? No. I just, I, yeah, I don't go by, I, I, I don't want to, uh, don't want to have kids, but back mm. in the day, it was like, oh, if I do have a son, I would. I want to name him Kenny, and like he could be like Kenny Junior. Right. But you actually wouldn't even be Kenny Junior because like Ken I'm Griffey Junior. But I would be. I I'm not even Kenny. I mean, I'm Kenneth. So I would want to name him Kenny. Mm. Like actually, just name the birth certificate Kenny. Right. And then I was like, then I decided, fuck kids. <laughs> That's not worth it. Not literally, but like, yeah, no, no, no. Like, don't like, don't. I'm not like. It's not like a recommendation. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not like yeah, guys. Please don't fuck kids. Please. That is just please don't. Yeah. Hey, we said please. <laughs> Do you think that's ever worked? Do you think that's ever worked for anybody about to like like when I'm not talking children getting fucked? I mean right. that's serious just business. When you're but t- like like somebody's like about to get fucked and they just didn't want to get fucked for whatever reason, and the person was gonna do it anyway, and then they're just like. <laughs> Like no, we're, I'm gonna fuck you now, and they're like, no, 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 don't fuck me. And they're like, no, I don't care if you don't want to fuck. I'm gonna fuck you. Mm. No, 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 don't, don't <laughs> fuck me, please. No, I'm gonna fuck you. I said please. <laughs> well, shit, you got me. I'm not gonna fuck you now. Goodbye. He's like a candle the... <laughs> in the wind. <laughs> yeah, that's that's the one uh, rule that rapists uh, have is if you say please, they stop. <laughs> what if it was like you say please if you say please three times, like it's like Candyman or something? Like you say, it's like you just have to say please three times. So like the rapist is just there, right. and they're like, you, you're like, look, please, d- please don't. Like, Fuck, I was already two. All right, I'm just gonna go to the next house. Fuck you. <laughs> Like a, it's a Beetlejuice slash Candyman type of uh, savior We'd that comes in. Such a fucking more simple world. If right. That was, if it worked that way. Yeah. I, I don't think there would be any rape yeah. after that. That's all that a rape whistle does is just says please. Like you blow into it. It's like, please. Please stop. Please. It just says please three times really fast. You blow into it. Like, please, please, please. Oh, the, the guy just poofs in this thin air. There's a. Uh, a few rape victims that have turned this podcast off. Yeah. <laughs> they don't know. They Sorry, don't speak guys. for me. I said please a lot of times and he didn't stop. I had two whistles. <laughs> yeah. Uh, women, I'm sorry. Sorry that you get raped sometimes. Yeah. Men too, dude. Men yeah. do dudes get raped. There was a movie called How Thursday. sexist of you. Yeah, I'm sorry. I'm sorry for uh, assuming that only women get raped. 
But uh, yeah, there was a movie. Did you watch it called Thursday? No. It was, I believe, Thomas Jane, the guy that was uh, uh, Punisher. Punisher. Yeah, he is in a sex or rape scene where he gets raped by a female. But my my one contention is is he was still hard. Like, how do you get raped with a boner? <laughs> you know, I was I was I was saying that you're sexist, but I'm so sexist yeah. when I said dudes can get raped. I only met my other dudes. Okay, I didn't even think for a minute about a woman raping a man. I was just no. like, oh yeah, no, dudes fuck dudes, guy. <laughs> he, he was he was tied uh, to a chair and a woman raped him. Well, that. See, that would be if I was a woman and I raped a dude, mm. well, quote unquote raped a right? dude, and he was hard the whole time, that yeah. would just be my defense. <laughs> <laughs> that's what I mean. It's like, he was hard the whole time, judge. <laughs> yeah, like the entire time. Like, what is, like, that's literally like, me. Like, what does yeah. that mean? That means he's excited. I think if he wasn't into it, he would have yeah. probably had a little turtle. The only the only <laughs> way a woman can rape a, a man is if she's just trying to fold up his lumpy, <laughs> limp dick and just somehow just, like, shove it. <laughs> in there like she's like trying to shove like a fucking like it's like she's got like a uh, you know those ice packs that are in that, yes. with the blue shit inside yes. that are, it's like she's trying to put one of those in her pussy just a cold like, pack <laughs> like a cold pack that's not cold it's like it's already thought out and it's just lumpy and just just move like it moves like all the one gel of those moves to gel one side stress relief things yeah but one that's been around for like 15 years that's so just right. lumpy and nasty and she's just trying to push that inside of yeah. her and then that's a rape i feel like also it might be rape if she was just like mashing her clit on your face or something. Like right. she was just constantly face just, sitting, bro. Some dudes yeah. are into it. I'm into it. I mean, not in like a rape scenario, but like casually, casually. I love you. Should I sit on your face before I get out of here, bro? Like daintily sit on my face, <laughs> not just like haven't sat down all day. Just gotta find a seat to get these. Yeah. my get my dogs from to stop barking. You know what I mean? My dogs, my feet, my foot dogs. <laughs> I kind of want to get my, my feet off my feet, yeah. off the floor, and I want to get off, too. Yeah, so just sitting on your face while your feet are on the ottoman <laughs> yeah. like type of thing. You're not into that. You want, like, a like yeah. just I want, I want a, slight uh, hovering. Like, you're I want not a, complete yeah. all the body weight, just a little hover mm-hmm. action like you're, mm-hmm. a, like you're a public toilet in a stadium that you yes. don't want to touch. Yes. So there's I, no more of the, the little papers left. Please. Next woman. Uh, that um, I'm, I'm intimate with. I'm assuming it's going to be my girlfriend. <laughs> yeah, I'm pretty sure she's assuming the same thing. <laughs> but uh, I want you to treat my face as a stadium toilet seat. <laughs> <laughs> Just shit on it. <laughs> oh, man. Yeah. Do you find yourself, uh, you know, maybe more curious than most when it comes to uh, ladies or being intimate with a woman? What do you mean? Oh, as far as like what I'm... No, I'm fucking like, boring, bro. Ah, uh, you're just missionary. I'm like fucking boring yeah like like and not even like things sound good but then you have to like execute them and then it just ends up being like, like 69 and you're like Ugh. Yeah, no no that's cool like the but see even to me like that's i consider like there's things that are just like well you're all good you're gonna do those things like but i'm saying like oh we're gonna spice this up and like oh my, my girlfriend just read 50 shades of gray and she's getting some you know some toys or something like right. no like it's right. just like fucking put my weenie in <laughs> do you, you know what i mean that? yeah for sure, just wean it up. I want you to suck my weenie. <laughs> <laughs> but I'm going to do that next time. It's tight. I want to always, like, instead of using dirty words, I want to use, like, only kid words. Like, yeah, I'm about to bust these cooties all over your face. I want oh. you to suck my wiener. <laughs> <laughs> Don't look at it. Just suck it. <laughs> I, want to, I want you to smack my tush. <laughs> 
I can get you to play with this cock. Like, Why the fuck did you say that? You're gross. Ugh. Oh. You're supposed to say pee-pee. <laughs> I always had a bit. Or I always had a bit. You always had <laughs> yep. a From the womb, I've always had this bit. This no. is going to be some insightful shit. <laughs> Recently, I was talking about this where I was like, I don't know how, like, what type of inflection I should use when it comes to dirty talk. Like, it's always either too, like animated or just too creepy where it's like how you doing i want to get that pussy <laughs> she's like no that's like rapist see that kind of stuff i'm just quiet because mm. i don't i mean i just i haven't met a girl at least mm. that, and i mean i hey i'm in the same boat as you <laughs> ain't planning on meeting it <laughs> right <laughs> <laughs> and i think my girlfriend's under the same <laughs> under the same assumption i've been with my girlfriend for like five and a half years yeah um uh, but uh, what was I fucking saying? Because I made that was sounding like I was gonna go like fuck ten chicks tonight. Jesus That's Christ! The thing. Like I can't do it. The other version of it is like I want to suck your pussy. <laughs> oh, They're dirty like, talk! No, nah, you can't do that either. It's I like, don't. I do can't it. find a happy medium. Only I just feel like way more negative can come from it than good. Like mm. I, you know, okay. So my girlfriend, then I'll say because I can yeah. speak for my right. situ- my situation for my for for her, and I'm not meeting any other girls uh, intimately. Is, like, I she's not just gonna be like, oh, I came so hard because you told me how hard you were gonna pound my pussy. <laughs> right. Like that's not happening. Like <laughs> if it wasn't for that dirty talk, I yeah. would never came. <laughs> exactly. So it's like why? Like only like when you said that you were gonna pound this ass like a mm. fucking like your cujo, uh, and I was uh, water. Mm. And you had rabies, and you were scared of water, so you want to pound that water out. She's like, "Wait, what?" Like, when, you, when you said that, it would creep me out. Mm. Uh, so can you not do that again? Like, I don't have that conversation because I guess my dirty talk would be me being like, "I'm Cujo, and you're water, and I'm showing you who's boss because I'm scared of water because I have rabies." <laughs> that's maybe that's the problem. That's because that's my dirty talk. You better not cut that. Hey, hey, better not cut that out. Either. Cut that out either. <laughs> It's just gonna only be. It's only gonna be things on this podcast. Like that's the thing. That's why I don't edit my podcast because it's like these horrible, stupid things that it's like. Why didn't he, like? They're gonna it's for at least for your podcast. They're gonna be like he had the chance to cut that out and he didn't. Oh Jesus! It's just Christ. gonna be an episode of you going. Don't cut that out. <laughs> oh, let's, dude. We'll start a podcast. It's called Don't Cut That Out with Kenny and Darrell. <laughs> <laughs> and, oh man and it'll just be me telling you not to cut the, you'll be the editor we'll, you'll like we're, you'll, we'll co-host it yeah. and you're the editor and then it's but you don't even do your job because i'm just like don't cut the, don't you cut that out and i cut out all the like good stuff yeah. <laughs> you cut out like every time i don't flub a word like, it's just so we have it's just me all these just words horrible. all these words back to back that i say wrong <laughs> i gotta transportate myself don't cut that out. Don't cut that out. Do you think anybody goes up to Sean Connery and, and goes, you're the man now, dog? Oh, I'm sure. That, that's like a huge <laughs> thing to do. Like That's like a like do you ever think about like oh man like if it would be cool to hang out with like like this is gonna make uh, if anybody's not on the same length the same wavelength as me i'm gonna be sound like a real fucking loser right now (laughs) but do you ever think like man it'd be so like i'll be like it'll be so cool to hang out with like burt kreischer like just to hang out right like hell yeah like it would be or like man i'd give my fucking left like if somebody was like look 
we'll take your left nut your left nut out <laughs> right but for like one night you get to just be like a like you don't even get to i don't get to talk i don't get to talk I, but i get to just be hanging out and having a good time at the like like let's say at the comedy store in the back like that's like that's my like comedy goal my comedy you goal being just cool enough to hang out with these yeah. guys <laughs> yeah no that's it man like i'm just like and and ju- just to like take all of that in yeah right and i would it, be that way too i'm i'm so looking for like the hang like oh yeah like i'm one of you guys <laughs> exactly <laughs> i just want to be part of the comic club that's my biggest yeah goal not fame or like money or any of that it's just these guys think I'm cool and I deserve to be here because yes, I'm fucking exactly. funny. Yeah, that's the that's the point. I guess that's what's the most important thing to to say is that, that you also deserve to be. You like mm-hmm. you don't just want like oh I just want to be like you you got to deserve to be. I scraped and there. crawled and yeah. went through the shit just like you guys and came out ahead too. Exactly. Yeah, man. I'm like that's why I think whenever I'm listening like whenever I listen to those guys like on a podcast like mm-hmm. on all on a pod like that's when it's like I hear it I'm like damn man that's yeah. like fucking fun. They used to do those where there was like a green room show where because they used to do like uh a joe rogan like every friday or every other friday at the ice house and like it would be like you know eight or nine comics and then in the green room they would have a podcast so it was like everybody that was just waiting to go up on stage and like i loved hearing about those like they don't do them anymore i don't think so it was on the death squad like right red band and all that but i think some of the like coolest just like moments were just like hearing comedy like or comics like hanging out before they were going on stage and the, like and there was like a rotation so like you would hear guys going like oh I'm on next okay and then they would just leave the podcast yeah. and then they'd come back and then they'd be like how'd you do and you're like eh, it, was, it was a great audience cool man well it's it's kind of a it's kind of real you can see who's real really friends and who's not because mm-hmm. there's a different they talk to each other differently when it's like like I mean for like. Uh, I use Rogan as a reference so much just right. because so many people, it's easy. It's like a, so many people listen to it and are gonna, getting and know millions of downloads yeah. every episode. And, and they know what I'm talking about. Yeah. So it's like he can have any guest on and then he can have, you know, Burr, Kreischer, Segura, and even then you can go into, uh, uh, oh, uh, Stan Hope, uh, Stan Hope, Joey Diaz. That's who I was, Joey Diaz, Diaz Duncan uh, Trussell, Duncan, Ari. Yeah. Um, and then it even goes to some of like some of his just personal friends like Brendan mm-hmm. Schaub right. or yeah. Eddie Bravo. Like when he had the, all those people I just mentioned, it's a completely different fucking like the conversation, like, like, the way everything goes down is just completely different. The way he talks to everybody is is to those guys compared to, you know, just everything else else is a little bit more professional right. and a little bit right. more uh like, like I'm still intrigued when he's talking to Neil deGrasse Tyson. Yes. But I'm also like excited when he's got Joey Diaz. Yes. It's a different like excitement. Like, oh, sweet. Yeah. But did you listen to did you by chance listen to Burr? He had Burr on yesterday. Uh no, I have not. I have it in my queue, but right. So I listened to that like basically throughout driving back and forth to the mics and stuff. Sure, sure. Uh, last night and it was uh yeah, just the way I don't know. That's I noticed that with already with certain comics just in the just in our little scene you know what i mean where yeah. i talk because i'm that kind of guy man i'm like i talk like i i'm not mean i don't think it's mean at all but i'm like you motherfucker like come on fucking fucking <laughs> bitch like you know what i mean to the people like it's like if i'm like Michael you're Hubner, passionate yeah like if it's like hubner like i'm always telling Hubner, mm. like, no motherfucker that's not like we're gonna fucking do this like no you gotta be, we're gonna go to the fucking you know we're gonna go to the harp you know right, what i mean right, and if somebody right. else in passing might think like i'm not be like I'm not being mean, but it's like I'm cool enough with him. I'm cool, you know. Yeah. We, with yeah. we were just talking about the seven and seven, and I'm talk, like talking to you like that. You know what I mean? <laughs> and it's like it's certain people I'm cool with. It's more. I guess my my mom explained this to my sis, uh, sister in law. Is like I for a long time I was just like cordial 
with right. cordial with her and whatever. And then I just started shitting on her all the time. Just like <laughs> fucking like, what are you fucking, are you fucking stupid? Like, you know what <laughs> nice. I mean? Like, you yes. know, just shitting on And then she said yes. to my mom, like, oh, like, I don't think Kenny likes you. Hmm. Or, I, she, or I don't think Kenny likes me. Yeah. And then she, my mom said, no, he didn't like you until he started talking to you like that. Like, that's when <laughs> yeah. she had to explain it to her. Like, and I didn't even think of that until, hmm. until hmm. She, my mom said that. And then I realized that, yeah, like, I do that. Like, I'm, yeah. I'm going to be like, oh, you know, like yeah, I say. I mean, we're comic. We're, we're comedians. We're comedians. <laughs> uh, we we get we say some shit most people won't say, but I'm still pretty like, oh hey guys, how's it going? Oh yeah, this and that. Yeah, like we'll talk shop, but it's gonna be you know I'm gonna be on my mind, my p's and q's. But and really, I just like to be a fucking animal. You know what I mean? <laughs> I've talked about this on the podcast before, where I I feel like I'm three different people. Like the guy I am on the podcast, the guy I am on stage, and then the guy I am in my regular life, you know, but I would like at some point them to be all the same person, you know, not give a fuck in any instance, you know, but you can't, you know, you can't say the same things that you would say on this podcast in front of your in-laws or whatever. Yeah. Mine would be like my, the stage and me is like coming. I can see it like almost every single time I've been getting up the past couple weeks, Mm. like coming together in like a good way. Like Mm. not like I'm, you know, reaching some level, but I mean, it's just coming. I can see I'm be able to continue to, you know, be the same way I am right now, go up on stage and talk shit to some people. Like I've been doing a lot more like crowd work and riffing when there's actual, and you've been doing really good at it. Patriots <laughs> and shit there. <laughs> the last few times I've seen you do crowd work. Like it was, that was the funniest thing I, I saw all night was, oh, thanks. especially, yeah. Riffing on the guy at the library and just, I, f- I feel like you're pretty casual on stage and already comfortable. Like, and you haven't yeah. been doing this a long time, but you already have like way more like, you know, calmness than i do i still get like nervous as hell well i get mad at like i'm not actually i'm not gonna drop i don't have to drop any names i get mad at the guys when they come off not like when i say mad i'm just like oh like i'm it's i like am frustrated for them or it's it's something good it's a positive i mean it in a positive way but when the guy when you say that when you say that or the guys come off some of the guys like last night coming off stage it's like no like just like fuck it like what's like they don't have Mm. that like What's gonna yeah. happen? Like we don't have the reservation. Yeah, like, nobody, nobody's gonna give a shit. <laughs> yeah, like I was just at my friend's house uh, in, over here in Long Beach uh, right before this, and uh, his sister. We were talking about me doing stand up, and uh, his uh, his sister was. He said something like, cause "We know that she would be like terrified of it." He's like, "Oh, you should do that. You should do that." Right. And she's like, "No." She's like, "And I don't even know how how he can do that and stuff." And like what I said was, "Okay, so imagine who I asked her like who do." Think of the best comedian, your favorite comedian. She's like Louis C.K. Mm-hmm. And I was like, okay. So let's think. For, I started out with this example. I was like, let's say Louis goes in front of 5,000 people and just bombs, just eats dick. Just, it's horrible. Right. The most that's going to happen from that is there's, you're going to see a couple things on Facebook, maybe. You probably won't even see anything, to be honest. Mm-hmm. If it's not a special, if it's just a, a show that he's doing. Right. He was just in Milwaukee yeah. and he sucked a dick. Exactly. Like, it, it, if that happened, like, what is the repercussion of that? Yeah, a bunch of people at that venue went like, Louis C.K., what the hell? Yeah, like that's the, there's no. You get maybe a third, maybe more like 10% of who was there saying, eh, what the hell, Louis? That's so, it. So then let's take another example. What's, what's probably the worst thing that could happen to you hmm. as a stand-up? Kramer from Seinfeld, what right. he did. That's the absolute worst thing. And that was probably what, let's say that's 10 years ago. I don't know if it really was, but it, I mean, around there, seven to right. 10 years ago. And he's still. And what, what's happened to him? For, that's, that's the worst thing. The worst thing that could happen is you're going to lose your shit and call yeah. someone the N word. That is the worst, right? <laughs> I've never had a, that bad of a set. Yeah. <laughs> never. I, I mean, I've definitely bombed, but I've never gotten frustrated at the audience. I've always gotten frustrated at myself. Yeah. I've always been like, 
oh, why didn't you prepare enough? Or, oh, you suck. It, it was never like, what the fuck, motherfuckers? Why didn't you laugh at this shit? <laughs> right. And it, it's, uh, I don't know, man. Like, that's the worst thing you can do. Yeah. Is, is that, that's it, right? Yeah. And even that guy, what's happened? Nothing's happened to him. He's he, still doing gigs. Yeah. He's still uh, on, I just saw him on, on a TV show. By being, so being nervous didn't help you out like it didn't get you like a like the being super right. anxious and nervous right up there or or about it it didn't get you like a fucking sitcom it didn't get you uh you don't haven't you have, you're not going to be you know doing your one hour special anytime soon so i just go like why i don't know that's all i say is like why do it like why be nervous <laughs> well i think it's not necessarily a thing that you can just consciously just turn on and off it is one of those like internal emotions that just come from chemicals and i don't know maybe you could suppress those chemicals somehow i don't know like i don't a, like I, a pill that didn't make you nervous like the first times i did it like the first like first few times right or f- probably 20 times right i was but it just over time i just kept saying the same thing like i'd be like why there's no point and well, might- i can understand now if you have a confidence of like oh i know this is funny then you have kind of a, a you know some ammunition or a building point yeah. but if it's your first time and you not only are you scared of being in front of a crowd but you don't know if your material's any good. <laughs> yeah. Then it's like, oh shit, I'm fucking scared. <laughs> and I thought I would be more scared because I've been sitting at the in the front row at the comedy store, hmm. and I can like fucking see how nervous some of those comics are. Right. And like I uh, again, I, I, should, I guess I should. I'll tell you after. I even though I, I know they're not fucking <laughs> another up. Rogan story. Yeah, I get it. No, 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 I'll tell. Like it's a no. It's like. Comic, a comic that you would know, mm-hmm. but, but I mean, they're not going to fucking listen to this. But at the same time, like, I don't want to fucking right. Well, just you can in case. keep them nameless. But I'll I'll tell you, it's like somebody who like and I and they're I can just and it's been multiple people. I can tell you multiple people mm. I've sat there. They're like, dude, you're that you're this nervous. Like you've been doing this for a long time. Like you can't. It is one of those. One of my first bits was just that fact where I was pointing out like how absurd your the advice people give you like oh here's a way to just not be nervous picture everybody in the audience naked and it's like that doesn't make me less nervous yeah that, like yeah i don't understand why that <laughs> and that seemed to be something that was like universally like mm-hmm. it was like best practices yeah was, like what pervert was like thinking this <laughs> yeah it's weird that is really weird but i guess mm-hmm. I think maybe for some people being nervous and shit like that, it's more of like they want like maybe that evens the playing field. It's like, oh, oh. I'm up here doing this, but you motherfuckers are all sitting there naked, like <laughs> idiots. But they're enjoying you as they're being naked in the yeah. audience. Like that's even weirder. Like, wow, who would go? Like, I'm thinking like, don't imagine them naked. Like, what if they just all showed up naked? Yeah, that, that's what I was just. I was actually. I was just thinking that. I was like, that would be funny <laughs> if maybe you had everybody sitting there and like the person peeked out. <laughs> right they looked out and it's like everybody has their clothes on and then they're like okay guys go and then everybody takes their clothes off and just sits there so when he comes out everybody is naked and then you- i that's my special my first special i'm gonna tell everybody in the audience oh, by the way you have to be naked dude it's just part of my craft it's gonna be like a, that's just gonna be you know something new that you're gonna bring to the table kind of yeah. like tony hinchcliffe in one shot totally you're gonna everybody has to have a gimmick now you can't yeah. just be you know funny you have to have a, a thing you know what you got to do though to that comic yeah. is you have to have like be like look you're you're so nervous we're gonna do look so you have them look out there I want you to what first thing I need you to do is look outside mm-hmm. and look at the crowd yes. but I need you to scan and I need you to all take this mental picture and so you like fuck with them tell me you have a hypnotist right tell me you're a hypnotist <laughs> right and you're like now scan the crowd scan slow no slow down like you're not scanning them fast like <laughs> you're scanning way too fast like, slow down slow down okay okay all right now you've got that now you do some little bullshit mm-hmm. but 
and you're like, come here. And while you come here, you have everybody really get naked. And then you're like, <laughs> okay, you're going to go out there. You I, Now you have to just write, just picture them naked. That same picture, mm. I want you to just take their clothes off. Not one by one, all at once. Just like a, a, like a <laughs> it was like a 500 person universal breakaway yes. suit all at once. You yes. have the string, you have the string, you pull the string, <laughs> all of their clothes come off. Now go out there and then they step out and everyone's naked. Yeah. Yeah, and then it's just, yeah, it's called, like, you know, D. Williams nude or <laughs> something like that. Like. Do you feel like you would go with a catchphrase? You know, if you ever found yourself yeah. like, in the mix of like, you know, you had a great punchline that was "Don't cut that out," and now suddenly everybody's coming up to you going "Don't cut that out." Oh, on on Facebook, my all my friends from like if you go, you'd have to go back. I haven't been doing it at all lately, but you have to go back through. You, I mean, I don't. I'm not telling anybody to actually do this. But I'm <laughs> saying it's back through the like basically go back to the beginning of this year mm. and go through my Facebook. And I don't know what it was. I had seen like a lot of like. Uh, it's it's usually like a like in black culture they were talking about oh man nigga you wild you wild nigga like you know what I mean <laughs> right, and, right right and so you wild that became like a like I like that like I don't know why I like it and mm. I like typing it more than anything I just mm. like being like you wild and, <laughs> and would so, you use a Y for wild no I just use I keep it I keep it correct just. so people know what it says <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> like you wild and uh, I yeah I just put that everywhere to the point where like. People like I like people talk to me on Facebook or I'll see somebody I haven't seen in a while. Mm. And they're like, man, whenever you put that you wild shit, man, it's like so. It's like you like and like people will comment it to me back to me if you see it. And like sometimes you'll notice like it depends on where I'm at. Like I'll I'll be like when I go up on stage, I'll be like, oh, you like last night it was like, oh, what's up, wine bar, you wild motherfuckers, like right. you know what I mean. And it's like that's me. So that's like the it's not a catchphrase, guys. So don't I don't think that I have a catch <laughs> a crutch. See, don't cut that out. I don't have a catchphrase. Uh, <laughs> You know, I don't think I would have a catchphrase. I think I say like a lot. I don't know if that's like a lot. Of, I think I say it too. So I think I get. I just get on a roll sometimes. I mm. think a lot of us do. Mm-hmm. You get on. A, I hear it sometimes uh, on people on stage. Mm-hmm. We just get on a roll where you're like saying like I like 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 like. It's like holy shit. I, I assume it's a California thing. Mm-hmm. You know, Valley Girl. <laughs> We're all hey. I'm a Barbie girl in a Barbie world. Come on, Barbie, let's go party. <laughs> I don't think I have anything like prolific enough or has a meaningful tag enough that could constitute a, a catchphrase. Oh yeah, straight up like oh you're talking about like just a like a get her done. Or... Oh yeah, but who has that? It's like get mm. her done. It's only the rednecks. It was like get her done, and uh, that Seinfeld one has like what's the deal with? Like, Here's your sign. Mm-hmm. Remember that guy, the Billing guy? It's like for my wife and I moved from Texas to California. Our house is full of boxes. There's a you truck in our driveway. My friend comes over and goes, hey, you moving? <laughs> nope. We just pack our stuff up once or twice a week. Just see how many box it takes. Here's your sign. And then you might be a redneck. Yeah. Any of the blue collar have hey, a you, catchphrase. You, if you have, if you are a redneck, if you are redneck, <laughs> you have to. It's like, that's the first thing they do. It's like, they don't even, what do you do? What, like, if I would have... <laughs> When I went up to the comedian on the cruise, mm. and and if I would have had a southern accent, he'd be like, "Well, first thing we got to do is get you a catchphrase." <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> Can't you work in the n word in your catchphrase? <laughs> it's like, uh, how do you feel about the phrase "nigga, please"? <laughs> yeah, yeah, I like that. <laughs> That's my honky. <laughs>
<laughs> that's gonna be my catchphrase. That's my honk. But, it, but I'm gonna say it about everything but white people. Like, <laughs> like when like I'm gonna be at the airport and my bag's gonna be the last bag on the luggage carousel, and someone that works for the airport's gonna come up to it and be like, "What the fuck? This guy, nobody got this bag." And they'll be like, and they're gonna be calling it out, like, "Whose bag is this? There is one more bag left." And then I'm gonna just come out of nowhere and be like, "That's my honky." That's how my catchphrase is gonna work. It's pretty fucking legit. <laughs> Jesus. That's my honky. <laughs> oh man. Oh, and I always want to be like standing next to you and he's like, he's not talking about me. <laughs> yeah, he's not talking about white people. <laughs> he's he only refers to inanimate objects as honkies. <laughs> yep. Out of respect. Yeah, yeah, clearly. <laughs> Do you get a lot of people uh getting offended of of, of you saying has anybody come up to you and, and said I don't like what you're saying. <laughs> no, and I'm really surprised because that's what I – like, I was surprised when at Rebel Bite hmm. and I did my joke where I say the N-word. That was, like, the last the last word I said of the set was the N-word. You I ended closed with the N-word. <laughs> right? So I ended. Last word that you heard me say was the N-word. Hmm. And, like, there was, like, four black people that came up to me after the set and were like, oh, I liked you, dude. Like, you're funny. <laughs> and I was like, whew, shoo, I'm safe. Do you feel like you get along with one race better than the other? Um, or can you cross – like you're literally like I get a lot. I th- like I don't. I, this is such like the cop out answer, I guess. But but I'm not even copying out. Hmm. Like I do get a lot. I would say before, yeah, I would I would claim like that black people don't like me. Really? But I think what it is in younger like there's a difference in I think there's two different black cultures. There's like what I would say there's black culture and there's young there's like youthful like youth black culture and. Anytime I've ever been, like, not accepted, like, by black people, it's only been by young people. By, like, when I was young, mostly, obviously, when I'm young and they're young, it's, like, my peers at that time. Right. But non-acceptance was then. And with the older I've gotten, it's, like, now it's, like, uh, like even, like, as adults, like, w- like black people are, like, it's, like, they're more way more accepting of me. Oh, okay. You know what I mean? I just think when you're young, when you're, like, a young black person, it's, like, I think they, they basically made, like, it was more of, like, I'm not black, like, to them. And that was like a problem mm. with young black people. And I think when I'm around younger black people now, it's still the same thing. But then I'm around older black people. It's like I think you just meet, met enough people to realize that it's like, oh, there isn't like even there isn't something that's there isn't like a fucking cookie cutter black person. Right. Just like there isn't a cookie cutter anything. We're all people, not just the race. I feel like I just babbled through your, your <laughs> through your fucking question. What I'm saying is like, no, I don't. I feel like I get along with everybody well. Right. I feel like I get along with white people easier than some other black people do, mainly because I was raised by white people. Oh, uh, okay. And like I'm easier. Like I understand. Like when a like white Steve Martin in the church. It was never easy for me. I was born a poor black child. Yes. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> That's like exactly what I was thinking. <laughs> I, I almost think, though, that, like, in a weird way, they didn't feel, like, a lot of young black people didn't feel that way, though, about Obama. You know, it was the other way around, like, he's one of us. But Obama was, like, overall, I feel like he's, like, what we would say, like, stereotypical black than I am. Like, he's very into, like, basketball. He had, like, a lot of basketball players and right. shit. I'm going to use that one example just <laughs> as, as proof. But he had, like, a lot of basketball players, like, mm-hmm. come down to the White House. He smoked cool cigarettes. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> it's like he he was a little – he had, like, a little bit more street cred mm-hmm. than I have. Like, I don't really have any – like, you know what I mean? Did you ever see that meme where he would, you know, where he was shaking the hands 
And then as soon as he got to the black guy, yes, he was all like, what that up, was shit, dude. That was like, <laughs> it's so funny. I always feel like that's like, oh, that's cute. <laughs> but, but to me, I don't like, of course, like, I mean, because. I guess when I think about Obama himself, like I would never want to say this to him and be like, but like he wasn't, he was the blackest president. We we still couldn't have a pl- president blacker than him. Right. And I'm not even talking about. I'm not even just talking about like skin tone. Like I think we could, but we couldn't. Like a not like, like Wesley like, Snipes. Ye, like we could even even if it was someone that dark, we couldn't have. Okay, imagine if Trump was black. Yeah. If he was black, like if you literally just keep him exactly the same way, he's just a black dude hmm. saying and doing all the same shit. Would no people be as way, crazy upset? Bro. Oh, it would be fucking way Pandemonium. worse. He would be fucking, like, uh, probably be assassinated like if, if he wasn't impeached. If Obama tweeted the same thing about misspelling a word, yeah. suddenly would he be chastised? I think news sources are just looking for anything that Trump's going to do. It's like, what is he doing today? Oh, of course. Oh, he misspelled something. Well, Let's make that national news. And then something that I don't... Do uh, you see this Kathy Griffin shit? Yeah. Okay. Let's you, make that national news. <laughs> so, so you know, like, okay, that's. I agree that she should have gotten. She should have gotten fired and lost her job from, over, from CNN. She works at something for CNN. Oh, that's why I didn't know she. Even so she does, for She CNN. had like a show on CNN or yeah. something that she has. Should get fired for sure. Like mm-hmm. you should. Like I get that. I don't. It wasn't like I wouldn't do it. I don't think it's funny. I know it's not cool. It to wasn't do that. funny, but I don't say she shouldn't have done it. Um, it. Just wasn't funny. Yeah, like it. Like like I could say I wouldn't have done it. She is kind of what she gets to get fired. The point where I like draw the line is the people that are like saying to put her in jail. Yeah, clearly. You know what I mean? It's like and, free and, speech, bro. <laughs> like, yeah, and it's just like that's it. Like I still think it's dumb. Yeah. Now, then you look. Then I like turn around and Trump. This is an opportunity for him to be like he could have actually made some fucking not fans or really because not this one thing is not going to turn around. But if he points. came out and he said like, hey, like this is messed up. I'm really disappointed and left it at that and been like sad, hmm. whatever. But instead, you see what he comes out and he's and, and nobody's. It's crazy to me that nobody's talking about this is he comes out in the way that I'm talking about, at least, is he comes out and he says, like, oh, what Kathy did, blah, blah, disturbing and this and that. My my 11 year old son is taking it really hard. Yeah. And that's where you lost me. Bullshit. That's that right there. Because you know what happened? Like, it's people out there, including my mom is talking about this because my mom's like, I don't think she's not a. I guess she's not really a Trump supporter anymore. She's all mad about this. And then she's like, his son, can you imagine what kind of damage that does? Blah, blah. And it was like, whoa, 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 whoa. He, like, he, again, he used this whole thing to take advantage of people's, of the, he, he used it to play the emotions of people that already like him. Yeah, it's pandering to your audience. And so those people are like, his son, wait, why the fuck did his son see this? Yeah. Yeah. Why does he even have a Twitter account? He's 11. Yeah. He's 11 years old. And so it's like, you're. And they're trying to say, oh, his son saw it and thought it was his dad. So so you're saying his son just saw the picture and and, and just completely saw it out of context? Yeah. Number one, if I saw that, the first thing that I wouldn't think wouldn't be that that's Donald Trump. It was kind of like, oh, Kathy Griffith takes – like I was told what I was going to see mm-hmm. and then I saw it. Yeah. You know what I mean? Type of thing. Like I wasn't like, oh, shit, she's got Donald Trump's head. It's covered in fucking yeah. fake blood and, and all this shit. Like it's dumb. Like it's just – like I said, the whole thing's dumb. Like it's it was pointless. But then he used it to fucking pander and it's like to me, why the fuck did your son see it? Yeah. And I doubt he did. He just used it as a way to say – hey, you shouldn't do these things because kids could see it and blah, 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 and we all have families and I'm human. And, and it's like, yeah, right, we get it. Yeah. But you're also a shithead. And the reason I'm <laughs> mad at her more, I'm mad at her for doing it because she gave so much ammunition hmm. to the right. I, because my mom, again, my mom posted this article. It's from one of those fucking conservative. I need to follow like, your mom. It's like conservative 
right conservatism or something like those. I already know just by looking at the website that it's fake news. You, right. Just the name of the website. You're like, oh, this is fake news pandering to you. Mm-hmm. And it's saying like it all. The, it's like Americans first or something. The, no, the article. Yeah, exactly. The article was literally saying that liberals love Muslims because of the beheading videos that they make and that they want to do that. To, and it's like, fuck, dude. Like, so that's what she gave them, that ammunition, and gave more. So now any work that we're doing on the Russia front as far as exposing, like when you're like trying to expose it, like that takes away this. Yes. As much as this is free speech, like the problem that I – like that's where my problem comes from with it. It's you're fr- diverting the issue. Yeah. And now this is blown up and you've all the steam has been given – to this now and if i'm like uh if i'm if if i'm like man what about this russia thing what about this what about that oh shit trump's doing you know taking away these regulations or doing this now it's like fucking kathy griffin holding up a fucking you know right. fucking trump heads fucking gay man and how many comics now are like gonna speak today about kathy griffin or whatever you know at their next set uh i've i'm actually or about really the fifi or whatever <laughs> i'm actually really proud though of at least our local scene of comics, hmm. but I don't hear anybody saying shit about Trump. And I'm like yeah. really proud of it. Like you don't hear anybody. I like uh, the one bit I like about uh, Trump from our scene is what uh, Ryan Schooley was talking about, where he was talking about the Trump Library eventually. Mm, yeah, and, <laughs> but that's a, that's that's something that's again that, like I, the one Trump thing that i want to do and i should just do i just again i th- i think when you bring up trump you're just you're digging you like bring out a shovel and you're starting to dig a hole right so it's like is it really worth it but it's like the thing that I, like i want to th- like my thing is like how many times do you think he's come inside the white house so far yes i like, like that bit you know like i want to just do like because it's like you're telling me that that guy doesn't jerk it a lot like you're t- like i like the idea of like thinking about politics in a stupid way yeah you know it's not talking about the current event it's not talking about some you know, huge, deep subject. It's about, I wonder if the president jerks off. (laughs) Or like, I wonder how many pictures Anthony Weiner has sent to Ivanka Trump. Yeah. Oh man. It has to be at least one. Like he's had to have been like, just like get with his, like he's had to just, just just a fucking picture of his dick and his, like his kids sleeping behind. He's like, Mm. Oh, have you seen our new baby? Maybe our kids can have a play date. (laughs) Don't mind my dick. You know what I mean? Like, like something like that. Do you ever think about what you would call your first special? Is this too early or is it like, or do you have those lofty ideas of like, I'm going to go out to this song. I'm going to have it be called this. The only thing I've ever said is like, I want to do a special called, uh, it's, it would be like Kenny Weber, half black, half white, all dick. <laughs> <laughs> I like it. I like it already. Yeah. So it's like, but I don't think you can name a special that. So, so but like, I that don't was, know. That was like jokingly, but no, I don't think of that because I, I don't really think about the only thing I think about, like I said before, is uh, uh, to other people, and they laugh at me. Is I, I want to do, I want to, I really just want to do comedy on a cruise. That's one of my, right? that's one of my goals. <laughs> and what cruise? Like just a regular cruise, or like one of those like, no, like a, specialty cruises where you're like with three eleven. Or like with Tommy Chong. Dave's not here. <laughs> oh, that would be legit. That would be fucking yeah. amazing. But I just, as long as it's a, we go away for a few days and I get to, I don't give a fuck if I got to sleep like by the engine room, but right. I get to go, you know, during the day and just fucking be like hang I'm out. on a cruise yeah. and hang out. And and people would know clearly that you were the comic, especially if they yeah. saw you like that night 
or earlier that exactly on it, the it, ship. It, yeah, exactly. And it was just it seemed like it would be fun. And hell yeah. And, and so I, just as an, like as an experience, I don't know. You could get like a, a th- what if I got a three or six month stint doing that? Like you, it, and I don't even think it's done on that long of yeah. a stint for comedians. I think it might be a one month or you know. I think the lower level you are, the longer you would of course need to commit to. I think like obviously if. Uh, any established, you know, touring comedian wanted to do it, they could do it probably for like, oh, I just want to do the, you know, a couple of cruises. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But um, yeah, man, I wanted. I, I, it just seems like it would be fun, and I know that it. I know it wouldn't. It's a step down for somebody like if you want, went on a cruise, like if you went on a regular carnival cruise and it was Louis C.K. Yeah, yeah, that's a step down for him. You know, I had a pretty good couple of years, and I shouldn't have bought a boat because I didn't have enough money to buy a boat. I had enough. I had exactly enough money to buy a boat. But that's not when you buy a boat. But I want to do it when it's a step up for me. Like, you know what I mean? I think that's like anything in entertainment especially is, a, you know, you look at a gig and someone will be like, wow, you get to do that? And then another person's like, yeah, I get to do that. Yeah, or I have to do that. Yeah. And and it's like just in the eye of the beholder, you know? And I think it is like, yeah, if it's a step down, it's suddenly yeah, not a good thing. But if it's a step up, you're like, awesome. This exactly. is great. You know, it's pay- you're getting paid. To yeah. Do it, so I mean, any that's the thing with me. I'm obviously at the bottom, so I'm thinking anything is like, oh, I get to perform in Fresno. That's a step up. Exactly. <laughs> so it's the same type of thing. So I want to. Yeah, I want to get. I mean, I think you by that time you to do that you have to have like an hour. Yeah. Or at least a good twenty minutes to feature. Yeah, yeah you know? I don't even know. I think like when I went on the cruise, it was boat. It was there were two comics. So you went on a cruise. Yes. Yeah, I went on a I went on a carnival cruise last summer. So I went on the Carnival Cruise, and that was the first time I ever saw a comedy like live. Really? I've seen it live before that. And when was this? Like that was last July. I begin like, like July sixteenth was. The you never watch like specials? I watched. I, ne- I watched. I never seen it live. Live. Like I okay. never seen a comic like where it's like I went and saw a comedy show. Do you remember who it was? I don't remember the name. I don't remember the names of the guys. Mm-hmm. There was a guy. Uh, one guy. It was. A black dude, and there was one guy that was a black dude, and then a white dude that was like a white dad, and he mm. had a guitar. He would do it at the end of every set. He'd do some type of guitar stuff. But both of these guys had a lot of time. Like, they did a total of, like, each one of them did a total of, like, four different hours throughout the... Throughout the yeah, week. I think that's the biggest thing about cruises, is that you want a different set every time you perform. Well, they would do... They had four different sets, but they were performing, like, three or four times a night. And so they'd have a clean... They had a clean set... <laughs> And, a, and then they have dirty shows, and then they do like I think they each had like two different like dirty hours that they would do flipping flop flip flopping throughout the week and shit. It was like yeah, it seemed like kind of a wow, yeah. So how many times do you think they performed total? It was a so it was seven nights. So wow, and two like, times a night. No more than that. So they probably performed. They performed over twenty times. Wow. So I was gonna say maybe four times a night that they performed, but it might not have been four every night. So about let's say twenty. That's nuts. That yeah. sounds like a lot. Yeah, it was. Uh, it, but at the same time, like a lot of material. I mean, like, yeah. That's no, it like, was. It was a lot. It was a lot of material. But both of these dudes were doing fucking material. Like honestly, like I'm not being a dick. They were funny, and I still appreciate it. Thought it was funny. Right. But they were doing material from like ten years ago. Ah. Like like one of the show. One of them. It was like, oh, this guy just like dug up an hour that he did that he yeah. probably already what's the deal he, with airplane food it, it was a lot of it was like this whole like uh, it was about being over it like uh, news reporters being over in Iraq covering the war mm. so it was like oh yeah this is not new <laughs> this is, there's no way 
and and he had was said a couple things about Bush and Clinton. You know what I mean? It's like, cool. you guys hear about Clinton? He's in some hot water. <laughs> Yeah. yeah, it's ridiculous. Like that's exactly what that's ex- yeah, that's what I was thinking. I was like, oh, this guy's running like a out because he said he had been on Showtime. So I was like, oh, this guy's just doing his Showtime hour from 2006. Right. <laughs> but it was, no, but I remember talking to one to the the clean the cleaner guy. He was just standing in the back uh, towards the end, and I rem- remember going and be like, hey man, like you know, I want to do comedy. Like like I went up to him. I was like, I don't like. So you're already thinking about it before you you run on the cruise. Yeah, I was thinking about it like six or seven months. I was thinking about really doing it like six or seven months before that. And I had like been writing in a book and I was like, oh, writing in a notebook and I'm like, I'm going to figure this out, how to do it. I'm just going to write right now. Right. And all that shit. I think a lot of people do that because yeah. I did the same thing where, yeah, I just started writing for like a good year, just random shit yep. until it finally was like, okay, I, th- I think I got enough. Yep. Because it was all from what happened was I had to go down. I was going down to San Diego for work. And I was like staying down there part of the week, right? And so that's when I the first time I ever started listening to podcasts. Mm-hmm. And so I started listening to like it was I a bunch of people through jujitsu had been like you got to listen to Joe Rogan, you got to listen to Joe Rogan. And I had listened to, um, I was like, I'm, for some reason I'm the type of person that when pe- too many people recommend something, I don't want to do it. Mm-hmm. And I was like, fuck mm-hmm. you, you guys don't know me that good, and I wouldn't do it. I wouldn't listen to it for years, for like mm-hmm. three years. I should have been listening to it, you know what I mean? But I was like, fuck it, you guys are telling me this too much. Not gonna do it. <laughs> I was like that with Game of Thrones. Mm, I still don't watch it. Yeah, but I don't like old time shit. Like I don't right. like like medieval shit or old timey shit. Oh, why not? Precious, <laughs> it's gonna be awesome. <laughs> Lord of the Rings is actually the only thing like that I've ever probably really really liked. That's the exception, Precious. <laughs> like even Braveheart. <laughs> Even Braveheart, I know it's a good movie. Right. I know it is, but I can't bring myself to watch really? it again. Really? Oh, I'm going to tell you, you have to watch Braveheart. <laughs> Just because it's like, I can't deal with the old. Like, I know that's a guy. I've seen it a I few times. I've always have. Fuck, what was I saying, though? No, but you were talking about the to the other comic about... Oh, yeah. I, I So I went up to the dude, and I'm like, hey, like I'm a, I've just been thinking for a long time. I've always wanted to do stand-up. Like, yeah. what do I do? Like... Like, I don't know. I, and he's like, and he was just like, he's like, hey, man. He's like, look, he was like, you look funny. <laughs> like, I was like, oh, man. I was, and at first I thought he you was already tell- halfway there. <laughs> I, I thought he was telling a, a, like being like a comedian, like, doing right. something, like you know, what I mean, I was like, oh, and he's like, no, no, no. He's like, you you look like a funny guy. Like, he's like, you look happy Your hair. You got that hair. Like, you look funny. And he was like, he's like, just in this. That's that two sentences you said to me. Sounds like you talk really fast. And it's like I do, and so he's like, "You gotta." You're gonna, he's like, you're, "I talk really fast." So that might be one thing you're gonna have to work on is just delivering things slow, slower, right. or you're gonna burn through material. And then he was like, "Besides that, he's like, just go start hitting open mics." I like how he was at least you know into like your you know like enthusiasm. He right. wasn't like, "Hey, get out of here, kid!" <laughs> like, like, stop bothering me. I'm trying to hit on this chick. He right like now. throws. He like he like he's like get out of here. And then I like walk away. And then he like he's like, "Hey, kid." I turn around. He like throws me a, his comedy jersey. He like throws it at me. I'm like, yeah. "Oh, gee, thanks, Mister." And I just run off. <laughs> I hope his name was like yeah, Gene or something. <laughs> like, thanks, Gene. Thanks, Mister Green. Yeah. I just call this white middle aged dude Joe. Thanks, mean Joe Green. <laughs> There's a reference that a lot of uh, millennials won't get. <laughs> exactly. Well, if they watch Family Guy, they'll get it. Right. Yeah. Good game, Mean Joe. You want some of my coke? Hey, kid. Catch. Wow. Thanks, Mean Joe. Have you seen some... I, I've... No joke. 
have learned so many pop culture references from other things making fun of it. <laughs> yeah. That, well, that's a thing now. It's so, That's that's just a thing. Mm-hmm, you know what mm-hmm. I mean? And references are crazy. Refer- and pe- some people say reference regularly that's a very like subtle reference or a right. very like like something small, which is one that I use a lot. Like I used it the other day at Rebel Bite. Like it's uh, – they all – like everybody had went inside or – Mm-hmm. And uh, I was like, oh, wait, you guys are leaving me out here to eat by myself, like Steven Glansberg? I get. Yeah, I mean, what do you want me to do? <laughs> and that's like a reference from Superbad. Right. From like a part that's not even that funny. Yeah, it's just... But it's like <laughs> me and my friends, like after that, we would just always use – we would use that. Like it'd be like, hey, let's – you want to hang out or you want to do this? Weird? And if it was like to the point where nobody was going to do it, then we would be like, what am I supposed to do? Go to the concert by myself like Steven Glansberg? Chica, chica, yeah, and so it's like it's just to me it's a fucking big reference you know what i mean but to anybody right. else like and it was funny because like half the guys actually got it usually nobody gets it and then i'm just an right. idiot there with my reference and i'm just there <laughs> left holding my reference in my hand i always like those references where you know it'll be from something else and then they'll say like you know you know that actually was from godfather it wasn't from clueless <laughs> <laughs> And you're like, but Clueless said it. Simpsons said it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> there yep. was so many, yeah, old time things from The Simpsons that I would only know because it was on The Simpsons. Exactly. <laughs> like you were you. If anybody, like, if it was on Jeopardy, you'd you'd get it wrong because you'd be like, what is The Simpsons? Yeah. <laughs> and you're like, nope, it's actually North by Northwest. <laughs> Yeah, I was never. I don't know, man. I never liked The Simpsons that much. Like it was what? Like Columbus. Like I didn't. I don't dislike The Simpsons. It was just never. I never got into it. Like how everybody loves The Simpsons. Of course. Um, Family Guy is hard for me to watch more than like because most things are binge watched nowadays, right? Right. And it's hard for me. I can't stomach more than like two episodes of it. It's because mm. Family Guy's like it's the formula, man. It's like it's too much. Right. It's, Set up, cut away. Yeah. And it's like, and I get the genius. I can, res- I res- like, I respect Seth MacFarlane yeah. to be oh, as yeah. a genius and as funny as he is, and to you never hear anything but like nice things about that guy either. Like, of not yeah, being, and he would, seems like a great, awesome yeah. dude. And and I do like other, sh- like, like I like his shit. It's just I can't like Ted and yeah, yeah. Ted is awesome. I just can't take so much Family Guy. Yeah, I agree. I think there's. A saturation, you know, of course, when you first see it, you're like, I got to watch everything. And then there's a point where you're like, I've seen everything. Now I don't need to care as much about it. (laughs) For me, the one is South Park. Like that to me, South Park is like the grail. It's mm-hmm. like the one. This past season was amazing. I, and that's a th- I haven't even With seen the member berries. Season. Remember when there weren't so many Mexicans? Oh, I remember. Wait, what? Yeah, 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 remember when marriage was just between a man and a woman? I remember. Oh, I remember. Oh, yeah, yeah I, remember. I remember that. I haven't even I've seen. I haven't seen like the last four episodes of that. Mm-hmm. I need to go back and watch it. I, but I've seen. You, know, you remember? It is crazy how like that whole season was like the most linear season. Yeah. Well, it was actually like two or three seasons put together. Mm-hmm. If you mm-hmm. go back, like it's like yeah. they did it for I think at least two. Yeah. But it's like yeah, it's just fucking everything about that. Like they're dude, so prolific. One of like I just walk around still like yeah 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 <laughs> I am Lord yeah 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 I'm always still like wanna get hot <laughs> yeah, just, yeah I'm it, so fucking hot it's. A, <laughs> I don't know. That one is like it's just so, and the PC principal. Like, there's genius. so many new like characters that you're like, this. They just brought that guy in, and now he's gonna be just as memorable as uh, you know, Mister Hanky or yeah. whatever. Yep. Like, yeah, the PC principal is fucking hilarious. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, even Mister Garrison and all the like. Still, the favorites are still there. Mm-hmm. Just no chef, which is a damn right. shame. Fucking Scientology. Clearly, <laughs> fucking Scientology. I thought, I, I thought he died. Right, Isaac Hayes. Yeah. No, 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 no. 
Well, you remember when they did the Tom Cruise? Well, maybe he did. He, he died, but he got fired before he died. Oh, okay. Did he die? He... Yeah, he died. Mm-hmm. Oh, mm-hmm. shit. That's sad. Yeah. Hey, guys. The internet here again. Isaac Hayes gave his resignation to Comedy Central ending his contract with South Park due to his Scientology beliefs on March 16th, 2006. He later died on August 10th, 2008. Damn. Shut your mouth. Shit, I'm just talking about Isaac Hayes. Hello, children. <laughs> I'm dead, children. <laughs> <laughs> I always feel like I can't do a black guy voice. I try to, but every time when people hear it, they're like, dude, that was racist. And I'm like... How is me attempting to sound like another guy racist? I feel I see that's how I feel when I do a black voice and but really? the thing is but I'm you're allowed to. Yeah, that's the thing is I'm allowed to do it and it's not even considered but it, to me it seems like it seems because it's fake. I think mm. because it's fake it seems like What's your black guy voice? There's too many there's different ones so it'd be like a, my a real like a real me voice just be like what, what? motherfucker? Like you know <laughs> what I mean? Like you want some of this shit? Come over here, cut. Like something like you know <laughs> Uh, no, I don't want to come over there. <laughs> I don't feel like I do like a, a legitimate or like a deliberate white guy voice, but I would assume everybody that hears me is like, oh yeah, that's a white guy. But I'm also not like, hey gosh, darn G Willikers. Yeah, th- that's my thing. When I was uh, working, when I was working for Chase, I would do phone calls, mm. and I worked in Huntington Beach. Yeah, and I, you know, it's like, oh, I'd make appointments with people, like, oh, come in and let's see like what we can do with your money right. you know what i mean <laughs> and then they'd come be like oh yeah when you come in ask for kenny and when, and then they come in and they'd be like oh yeah i'm looking for kenny like oh hey hey i'm kenny and they like sometimes they're like wait what the fuck like i thought i was talking to a white guy see i was just thinking about that like with me like because i'd had that same reaction except people were like i thought it was gonna be a brother <laughs> we should change names like i should be called kenny weber you should be called daryl williams what that because <laughs> if if somebody that didn't know either of us was like, I'm expecting to meet Daryl Williams, and they walked up to both of us, I guarantee you they'd be like shaking your hand first going, that's Daryl, nice to meet you. You'd be like, no. <laughs> no, <Nah, I>, motherfucker. <laughs> no, nah, motherfucker. My name is Kenny. <laughs> my name's Kenny, bitch. <laughs> Bitch-ass motherfucker. I trying to eat up all the chitlins. I tried to do this black guy voice, and it was like real, like, hey, y'all, brother. <laughs> How you doing, baby? <laughs> what is that? It just sounds like a guy with Down syndrome. It's like, hey, hey there, motherfucker. <laughs> but you I jive ass turkey looking <laughs> motherfucker, motherfucker. <laughs> I totally like. I originally heard this guy that had like it's. He was yeah, he was mentally huge... challenged. Come on, Darrell. <laughs> he Jeez. was this fat black guy that worked at my that just worked with me at my dad's uh, electrical company a long time ago. And he was like a good, you know. Was he pro- having a permanent stroke? <laughs> he was, was that the like, hey, 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 motherfucker! Only half my face works. Only half my face works, nigga. If you come over here, and fucking try to say that shit again. But can you help me eat? Can you put a little bit of that chicken in my mouth? Can you put it? And it wasn't just chicken because I'm black. Everyone loves chicken. All right, that wasn't racist, nigga. But can, no, put some hot sauce on that, and then give me some of those mashed potatoes. See what the viewer doesn't know is that was me the whole time. <laughs> yeah, that was that was. You know what? I'm gonna start calling you Darrell. <laughs> So that people think you're even blacker. I want to do a, a segment that I haven't done in a while, and it's uh, called Made Up Movie. 
you feel like making up a movie? For sure. I'm down. Whatever. All right. We won't actually be making up an entire movie by ourselves. We will have The Power of Randomness as our guide, but I will... Uh, I was trying to do this uh, a few times, and it just didn't work out, but I feel like uh, Kenny is uh, enough of a movie buff that he could uh, you know, roll with the punches, but I will pull up two categories that we're going to pick at random, and one category is going to be the genre, and the other is going to be the lead actor or actress. All right. All right, so pick one through ten first to pick the genre, and then we'll pick another one through ten to pick the actor. All right. So I pick both? Yes. Uh, six. Six will be a not-so-subtle religious movie. <laughs> and four. four will be starring a very poignant offering from uh, the world and pop culture, Ariana Grande. Oh, shit. So it's, this is going to be a, a religious movie? Starring Ariana Grande. All right, where do we go from here? The Last Nun. Okay, so she's a nun. She's working in the in the uh, in a sanctuary or some sort of convent. She's working in this convent in Manchester, and it blows up. Okay, first, we're at five minutes. There's a convent blowing. Up. Yeah, she's. And these were the. This was the last one on Earth. The last convent on Earth. The last convent. Okay, so this is the future. Yes. Okay, so this was the last Catholic convent on the world. Everybody hates Catholics. Uh, everybody's, you know, said fuck you to Catholics, except this one church that's remained. Yeah, and then in the explosion, everyone dies except for Ariana Grande. Both of her legs are blown off. So, okay, so now she's a paraplegic nun. But this is the future, so then she gets robot legs. Okay. But are they the legs like, you know, in uh, Kingsman, where they're like blades? No, these are, the like fucking like, these are like straight up like Terminator android, android yeah. legs. Awesome. And so now she is the last nun. Okay, and now she's out for revenge? Exactly. Or, okay. And she wears her nun outfit. Her habit. Yes. No, her nun, we're not going to call it. In the future, <laughs> we've gotten rid of the term habit, and we've just broken it down. We've shortened it to her nun outfit. Okay, that's shorter. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so who secretly blew up the last, you know, convent? Who is she going after? Are they, you know, Libyans, a la uh, Back to the Future? The Libyans! Or are they some new race? They're Libyans, but she keeps calling them lesbians <laughs> whenever she refers to them. And, they, and then... Those fucking lesbians need to go! The Libyans! <laughs> exactly. And then, but now her nun outfit, it's going to cover the legs, so nobody even oh. knows. Like, they don't know that she has the robot and legs. And does she still have a pussy? Oh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She's she, still... Yeah, yeah. yeah, she's got to have a... She's, okay. Ariana Grande. She's so she can still get... Drilled. Yeah, even like, though she's not supposed to, and she's just always fucking. Like she wasn't. She was like when she was like the watchdog nun that was supposed to be watching when the explosion went off. Right. But she was too busy fucking. Okay. Right. That's her one crux. Is like yeah. she was supposed to die, but she was busy fucking. Exactly. That saved her life. And so now she thinks she owes it. Right. And who was she fucking? Just some stable boy, or like like it was it was like a threesome. Oh, okay. With two stable men. <laughs> Yeah, so it was like The Rock and Zac Efron. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, they they're like traveled from- hot off Baywatch. Yeah. Now they're in- moving into this. Exactly. But they just do a cameo, a really hot three-way scene. <laughs> no, for sure. But then, who is her like love interest later? Like, who does she like? You know, team up with to take down the Libyans? We'll or is go- it just a solo mission? No, no, no. We'll go with she. She actually she thinks it's gonna be no one. And then she finds she ends up having to go find the last priest, mm. and that's Christopher Walken. Do you know who I am? The Antichrist. You got me in a vendetta kind of mood. 
You tell the angels in heaven you've never seen evil so singularly personified as you did in the face of the man who killed you. Awesome. <laughs> nice, nice. And then that ends up being her love interest. Okay, a little stretch, a <laughs> little age difference. It's all good. No, man. No, it's going to be sweet and tender. Remember, He's they're religious, so the yeah, whole like, age right. thing is like sexy. does not matter. Okay, so they team up, and then what is the third act? You know, how do they take down the Libyans? The Libyans! They Libyans. end up going to, uh, to L.A. Because That's where they're headquarters. Because they still keep saying lesbians, and whenever they've been asking, like, where do we go to kill these fucking lesbians? Where are the lesbians? They keep saying L.A. They're all, there's a lot of them there. They're all, they're sticking together in L.A. It's right, right. Everyone's progressive there. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? <laughs> go down to, uh, you know, Belmont Shores, or go down to uh, Venice. They're there. And then they get to L.A. They realize what's happened once they get to, like, the, the, where's the lesbians' headquarters? And they find lesbian headquarters. It's like a little building that's like lesbian HQ. <laughs> they go in there, and they're ready to kill everybody. And they're like, wait. And they realize the mistake. And so then they tell the story to the lesbians. Then the lesbians are so mad oh. that they decide to help them. Right. So they the befriend lesbians. the lesbians. Right. And then they mix it up, and then they keep calling it labia. And they're like, no, we know we're fucking lesbians. We know where the lady is. Like, we know our way around. We're very good at like GPS coordinating. And then Christopher Walken at some points goes like, I gotta have more cowbells. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. I think they think we're talking about ladies, but we're talking about cowbells. <laughs> I don't know if that's a Chris Walken or not. It's not. <laughs> but we get it. Yeah, yeah. Okay, so now they they get an army together, and then the Libyans obviously have an army, and now there's a, a, a third act battle yeah. that's just full on lesbians against Libyans. Exactly. And then the ending is some sort of like battle with Ariana Grande and like the lead li- Libyan. Yeah. <laughs> I- the, yeah, the lead Libyan and Ariana Grande fucking mm-hmm. have to like battle it out. And does she get killed? Or does she, you know, prevail? No, of course she's gonna win. Okay, gonna win. it's a happy ending, and then continue as as the last. The last. No. I like it. I like how uh, we're we're going against type. We're having a lot of uh, tropes being uh, pushed through. This is not a cookie cutter movie. No, no. There's gonna be a lot of twists and turns. Oh no, this is like premiering like something. Right, yeah. It's, not even it's like crazy action, like maybe like, you know, the director of Mad Max or yeah. something. Like it's like the director of Mad Max and then teamed up with the director of Grant. Right, right. And then the like produced by like Sense and Sensibility. Yes. So I like it. I like it. This is gonna be definitely a, a summer blockbuster. And that's what we need at this time of year. Yeah. Like there's gonna be a lot of other like, you know, superhero movie shit. Who cares? It's all about the last nun. Yes, the last nun. <laughs> back in the habit. <laughs> <laughs> back in the habit. That's part two. Last yeah. nun two. Back oh, in the habit. Yeah, right. And then there's got to be a, a Whoopi Goldberg like cameo or something. a bit about that I, I wish that my girlfriend was just a tad bit racist rather than being such a picky eater. That's funny. 
Yeah, like, I'd rather have her say, like, why did they sit us next to the black couple instead of, like, oh, I can't eat here. <laughs> and oh, I tried man. to do it on stage, and people were like, no. <laughs> you should do it. That's still, you should do it again. You, how many times did you do it? Uh, Maybe a handful. And it didn't work? Mm. Maybe I should. Maybe I'm just gonna steal that joke and do yeah. it because maybe it's maybe you, it needs to be an ethnic person. It maybe does. just too true. They're like he's telling me he, he does wish his girlfriend was racist. Right. Yeah, Betty wants her to be really racist. <laughs> I should do it and see if it works. Yeah, you could. You could take it. <laughs> no, but I I do feel like a lot of things that I think of are just trying to be funny, and people are like, "Dude, are you like? Do you hate black people?" And it's like, "No, I'm just." I'm trying to do an impression of a black person that I heard. Like, right. Well, and it's comedy. It's just like, okay, for instance, if it's, uh, if there, let's, like, there's a transgender, if there's a transgender person. Right. Like, okay, if there's a black person, I can talk about them being black. Like, if there's another black comedian sitting there, right. I can talk about them being black. Yeah. But if there's a, tra- like, something I'm wondering is if there's a transgender comedian there, if I bring that up, am I, like, a jerk right for if bringing you called that, them that, out if i called them out if yeah if there's a uh if there was a an openly gay like just out just very flamboyantly gay person even not even a comedian just a person mm-hmm. there there'd be no like it would be funny still if i not to obviously i'm not going to be demeaning them but just like pointing out how gay they are like there's nothing right. in 2017 that's like most people would be like that's funny as long as i'm not doing it in a hateful way right right like, really bike shorts and a neckerchief you're gonna <laughs> <Really>? rock that <laughs> like dude i'm gonna suck your dick right now if you don't stop it <laughs> like like and you have a lisp <laughs> <laughs> but but it, it's weird if it's like a transgender fucking comic mm-hmm. am i allowed to like like can i say like it's like am i allowed to mess with them the same way that i would mess with like another it's just weird like and i see and i'm always on the side of i should be able to do it like that's why we say just do it like yeah i should but then i'm like man i don't want everybody else to think i'm like fucking insensitive or something but like mm. it's just something that i'm fucking not insensitive to anybody man like i just should be able to fuck around and be like you, you know, should always have that idea of like he thought this was going to be funny yes it's not like he was like hoping like i hope people are offended by this because <laughs> because there may be there may or may not be a certain transgender co- comedian that like I really just wanted to be like, dude, I know that you have a bigger dick or used to have a bigger dick than I have right now. And like, is there any way that, like if you still have it, can we like swap before yeah. you get it folded inside out so I can have the big one? Yes. <laughs> you know, and I think that that's fucking funny and it has nothing to it's not like like I'm not yeah. fucking being a like there's nothing dickish about that. It's just it's funny, dude. Like and but I'm at the same time like, oh I can't I don't know, I'm not gonna I was talking with uh Dune Sanders about this where do you think that there is a couple out there that is a, a dude or the, a guy that was originally born a male that, uh, you know, identifies as a woman but still has his dick. And then a woman that identifies as a man that still has her puss. So they still have sex with each other, but they're swapping genders. But there's not, at least one. Like, yeah, there has to be. Yeah, there's like, like – if you can think of it. Like, I'm a chick yeah. with a dick and you're a dude with a puss and we're still having heterosex. Yeah. Thinking that we're the opposite gender. Dude, I bet you anything that porn star Buck Angel, mm. I bet you anything that that dude, that's a dude, that, that dude has had sex with a and transgender chick. chick. Like a, yeah, I, 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 now I don't know a if A chick that looks like a dude? Yeah, he, Buck Angel is a dude with a pussy. Oh, I didn't know that. Okay, Buck Angel's like a porn star. I know this from listening to Howard Stern back in the fucking day mm. when he first went on to Sirius right. Radio. Buck Angel is a fucking like 
dude with a pussy. Like, a, okay. like it's a, it's a it's a it was a woman who turned into a man, but kept her goods. But has had a was still getting like fucked by dudes, right? Like that. So were they porn. like? So all I'm saying is, porn is so crazy, and they're always trying to do everything. Yeah. To where I know for sure that he had to have gotten like what would be considered in like porn a tranny or whatever. Right. Like that's yeah, because I. That's that's where I only know the note, not from using the term in my search engine, <laughs> but just from seeing it around on the web, which guys. Sure, <laughs> but, but that's where I, that I, that's where that term came from mm. for me mm. to the point of my girlfriend. Anytime I say that, my girlfriend and my girlfriend's not super like PC police, but <laughs> right. she's just like, you can't say it. You're not supposed to call it like that's not good. Yeah, don't use the word tranny for sure. We got to talk to fucking Pornhub <laughs> and tell them not to use it because they keep using it. I'm going to keep using it. Right. If it's a legitimate search term, then I'm going to use it. Exactly. Fuck. And, and to be honest, it's less characters. That's probably why. Yeah. Like, I don't know. I don't think I bet at the same time. I mean, I guess I always equate it back to the N word every mm. time I try to cop out and be like, but then the thing is, then you can't say bitch. You can't say because mm. bitch is like, that's the, that's the bitch cunt. Those words are like the, the N words for women to use against a woman you know what i mean like the, the, the what they consider the equivalent some of them you right. know what i mean right. or faggot for gay people like it's like and that one i struggle with but i'm just like i gotta stop doing it because for the most part because i get it like i do get it it's like there were dudes that got their fucking faces stomped in while somebody's saying that word to them mm-hmm. and so it's like uh, as much as like me and my dad just call each other faggots because it's funny right like i gotta <laughs> I, I gotta stop doing it like i like as far as like I try to limit it on podcasting and shit like that, mm-hmm. and then obviously, but it's like ah, it's this it's that's the one frustrating one to me. Yeah, but then of course every uh, you know minority takes the word back, and now they're the only ones that get to say that word. Yeah, I don't know. To me, words and talking and all that stuff. I don't know. I grew up in a fucking white family. Like, you know how many times I've heard the N word? <laughs> like, <laughs> you know, like it's like I don't know how fuck, many like, like, white <laughs> people say that shit. Like that's just like not all white people are always saying it, right? But it's fucking said trust me like hmm. i know you know what i mean like you know how many times i've heard and i'm not even just talking when i say it was like grew up in a white family it doesn't mean like all my fa- every one of my family is like saying it. i'm not even just talking about i'm not talking about family i'm hmm. talking about like when you have like you probably like let's say you don't use the word right let's say right. you don't like right. just, you know but but boy sh- do i <laughs> <laughs> but, I'm, but no i'm sure that when you've been around when you're around groups of white people hmm. and there's no other people around it's not that it's like all of a sudden cool guys say it but it can be it's said sometimes like i've heard people say it I've, to the, what i'm getting at is to, and i'm also my i've spent a lot of time some time in texas mm-hmm. not really as an adult but as a kid and i heard it there as a kid you know what i mean right I, and yeah and what it is like, to the point of like hear the word and then somebody be like no, no i'm not talking about you i don't mean you you know what i mean <laughs> you know what i mean that type of thing right. like well i've grown up in california and it was a uh, exact opposite where it was like you know, I'm trying to be like, yo, what up, my nigga? And then, he, and then one of my white, you know, friends is like, what? You can't say that, bro. And you're like, dude, no, no black guys are around. Like, come on. Yeah. Like, <laughs> yeah. See, I think that's a, that's a difference. I think it's other states too. Like right. other, but it's like, no, I just hear fucking people. I've heard the word said enough. Mm. And I don't even think I haven't even heard it with the fucking like seething hatred behind it. Like, yeah. the fucking like real, but it's just still said like, you know what I mean? Like, man, I remember being a kid and people saying like nigger rig. Mm. Like that was just like a saying that shit was. Yeah. Just, I've heard plenty of family members use that yeah, term. Like straight up Jake. That was yep. like, you know what I mean? Like, now it's turned the Jimmy rigged. Exactly. <laughs> but yeah, Every time when I hear Jimmy rigged, I'm like, I wonder if that guy really wants to say the N word. I think I, whenever I hear those types of things, where like they replace the the N word with 
something else. Mm-hmm. I think back to that Louis C.K. bit, yes, where he's like, "You just made me think the thinking, <laughs> yeah. like you, like fuck you for that, like, because you, because I know what you meant." That whole bit about yeah, you can't the whole N word premise as well as the there's no word that's going to offend white guys <laughs> like honky or any of those like nobody gives a shit right uh, that was so brilliant but white people are in a weird place that's a like white people are like a i think it's like a weird place right now mm-hmm. i think we're okay i mean we're a little bit more like uh okay out with it out here yeah. like as far as like for you it's not too bad you know because you're in california mm-hmm. but other i can imagine other places in the united states it's uh it's just a weird it's a weird weird thing because it's like almost like i had this this joke that i still have never told like i need to just it's like a stupid little one i guess i just always forget about it which is like um my brother used to make fun of me a lot growing right. up for being black but it's all good. is your brother white yeah i'm, ado- I'm adopted but nobody right. else is so it's like my brother's like everybody else is white right, right and so it's like my brother my brother used to make fun of me for being black growing up but little did he know that by the time we became adults that being white would go out of style <laughs> you know what i mean like because yeah, it's like, like who's cool now <laughs> exactly because it's like fuck it's like just white people are getting shit on pretty hardcore. Totally. <laughs> I'm unmemorable as fuck. He can't remember. Who, wait, what's your name? <laughs> yeah, man, I've had so many people forget forget my name, and I think as I'm telling them it's Daryl Williams, they're forgetting it. As, like no, I'm saying it, I do, I do that. Like I'm the worst. Like everybody's sure. the worst. I don't know what it is. I think it's like a human flaw that you can't remember somebody's name the first time they say it to you. <laughs> yeah, like, I'm, I guess I, yeah, I've said that is. Maybe it's just that you. I have to meet you a couple times to be like, all right, you're worth remembering that name. That's why I started going as D. Williams originally, because my nickname was D for that reason, where people would always be like, it's Darren or Derek, right? I'll be like, it's Daryl. But they're like, oh, they would always remember it would start with a D. So I'm like, just say D and you can remember <laughs> that. And then people would be like, yeah, okay. And then, yeah, if I said D the first time, they'd be like, D. Got it. <laughs> but for Daryl, it's like, oh, what? Huh? Derek? Huh? Dude, wait. Your name was like Derek or Diane, right? <laughs> yes. One of those. It was one of those two. Nothing else. <laughs> Darrell, right? <laughs> Darrell Will Iams. <laughs> yeah. Darrell Will Iams. <laughs> Hello, my name is Darrell Will Iams. I was talking about that recently, too, on another podcast of uh, there's already a more famous Daryl Williams in Great Britain mm. that is a stand-up comedian as well. <laughs> well, you're going to have to go by Darrell Will I Am. I know. Spell it the same. <laughs> I always wanted to tell also, uh, like, you know, hosts, like, <laughs> it's not pronounced Daryl Williams. It's pronounced Darrell Williams. <laughs> <laughs> you should do it just to fuck with them and make it difficult because that would suck. <laughs> is that proof that there is no God that... A guy named Anthony Weiner has a huge dick, <laughs> or is that proof that there is a guy? Like, because he's got a sense of humor, at least. I don't know. I don't. I just. I don't think I don't, there is not one. <laughs> There's not one, dude. Let's be real. Let's be honest. We're comics. We. Fucking... <laughs> I had I... a Trump bit. Uh, what were no, we no, say? no, 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 no. I was gonna say, uh, and it kind of works, but it's not really a Trump bit. It's more of a Trump pet. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> yes. 
Hey, don't cut that out and put a real trumpet in there. Okay, you leave I my trumpet I, in. I will. I will leave it in. <laughs> then you can put your own here. Now there's gonna be a trumpet right there, so it's gonna be fun. <laughs> yep. No, but I I talked about uh you know him saying like Daddy likes to grab pussy, and I was like, what are women more offended you know by him saying grab or pussy? <laughs> and like I w- and then I go into a bit about like you know how he. You know, I go into my own life about like, oh, I tried to use it on my girlfriend and say like, hey, one time when we were getting uh, hot and heavy, she was like, what do you want to do to me? And I'm like, I want to grab that vagina. <laughs> <laughs> and she's like, yeah, well, why don't we watch uh, Law and Order more? <laughs> but then I go in a second time and say like, oh, I'm going to change it up. And then she was like, hey, what do you want to do? And I'm like, I want to caress that pussy. <laughs> oh, you want to caress that? I want to caress that pussy. Yeah. <laughs> And then, of course, I got to caress that pussy. <laughs> and so I figured out, like, oh, they don't like grab. They like caress, but they don't care about, you know, pussy. <laughs> like, yeah, in fact, they want you to say pussy. Yeah, <laughs> like, what girl vagina. wants to say vagina? <laughs> well, that's, that thing was weird. Like, see, because I was thinking about doing a bit. So you were just going through all the Trump bits. I'm not going to do them because I'm not going <laughs> to yeah. do them. It was, like, a bit about how, like, when he did the thing with Billy Bush. With Billy, he was with Billy Bush, and he was, like, and everybody's just, like, locker room talk. Right. Locker room right. talk. Well, I've never met a guy in a locker room that I was, like, this guy should be the president. <laughs> You know what I mean? Like, that's the whole point. Dude. That's the whole point. It's yeah. like, yeah, it's, I get that guys say it. I'm not saying let's put him in jail. Totally. I'm saying let's just not have him be president. Yes. Like, you're just, come on, man. Guys are guys, bro. Like, <laughs> well, maybe that guy who's a guy shouldn't be the guy. I was also thinking, like, nobody should be hanging around Billy Bush. Like, that guy's a fucking narc. Like, whatever you say around that guy, he's going to get brought up. Dude, that guy got fucking paid to get fired, though. Hmm. Hmm. I wish I could do that. I wish I'd wish i been fired right. multiple times, and I've never gotten straight paid, like, $20 million to leave. We're going to pay you $20 million for two years. Oh, wait. We're going to actually pay you $20 million to not be here for two years. Jesus Christ. Like, like how? Oh, that's just frust- that's frustrating. Mm-hmm. It's always like that with like entertainment or p- police. It's always like that paid leave. Yeah, you're like really. You're like rewarding the mistake. <laughs> I barely get paid for to show up. like that like i say that's not a comedy you don't really get to pick like oh man i want the of course you want every joke to be a killer joke right but it's like you don't get to pick it just you write it you go try it and then it, you'll find out like you don't get because if you got to pick and you got to work everything and then every single comedian would every single joke would end up being a killer joke i think that's what like what art's all about kind of too where you want to be so original that when somebody hears that joke, they say, oh, that's a Louis C.K. joke. That's right. a Bill Burr joke. Whatever. And same with movies. That's a Tarantino movie. That's yeah. a, a Nolan movie. Right. You know, they have their stank on it. Yeah. You know, they they breathe it out yeah. instead of it being like, yeah, I could see 20 comics say that. Or, yeah, I could see a handful. I don't know what director did that. It's a right. fucking rom-com. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Like uh, Judd Apatow is another one you can right. tell when he, he, he did. I think he's kind of gotten the the uh he kind of like hit the nail on the head in that scene of like comedies mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. knowing how to do it totally it's it's nuts how there's so many different art forms that you know run parallels to one another but you know comedy it's its own beast 
movie making its own, is its own beast. Yeah. Like every little thing has their own little. Nah, but you only feel this when you're making movies. You only feel this when you're yeah. doing comedy. <laughs> exactly. I mean, they think that's why it's important. Like the people that try to bounce around between all the different things and want to, you know, just think it's like, well, I can, you know, it's a stupid thing to think just because you can do comedy that you can act. Just as it's a stupid thing to the actors that are just like, I'm going to be a comedian now, or like that's their last resort type thing. Like, oh, I'm going to, I guess I'm going to do comedy because acting's not working. <laughs> like, fuck you. Right? Yeah. Fuck you, Dustin Diamond. Go get an acting gig. <laughs> and it's not like he came up with these crazy good original jokes. It's that he took him, he took what himself, who was already a joke from being Screech, and like just amplified mm-hmm. that. Actually, you've helped me. You've made me realize that there are a million fish in the sea, and I'm just a worm to attract them. And half of his act is, hey, remember when I was in Saved by the Bell? Yeah. And then he came out with a sex tape, and everybody knows he's got a big dick. And hmm. so it's like he's able to, you know what I mean? It's just like you've done these things in the past. You're, you know, and it, I don't know. It's like that's, it's just, that's kind of the thing. That's, I mean, I've said it on my podcast. We, I said, I mentioned it a couple times. Hmm. The one I grapple with the most, but at the same time, I'm kind of like proud of the guy in a sense is Brendan Schaub. Hmm. Like his whole journey and stuff where I, where it, it's jealousy. Part of it's jealousy. Right. Part of it's like, man, I'm just starting out as a comedian, and it's like, I want to be like him. He's like, you doing know. the same things, fighting and comedy. Yeah. And so part of it's that. Like, that's I can't. Like, I can't just. But on the other side of it, it's, I don't know, it's different. Like, he's, I mean, he's in fucking high stakes. You know what I mean? Mm. That he's in mm. definitely in high stakes already doing, you know, the people he's performing around. But at the same time, I think that's part of it. I think if all of a sudden, like, we could eat, not easily become good, not like, hey, overnight we're going to become good. But <laughs> what I are you think, talking about? I'm already great. <laughs> but, but I mean like, okay, what if, what if all of a sudden two, two times a week you were just – you're just fucking at the comedy store in the belly room. You're already – you're going. You go. Mm. Bitch, go. Right. Like you're going to catch up. You're mm-hmm. going to. It's true. You know, that's what it is when you, what do you think it is when you walk into an open mic for the first time? You like don't know what you're doing. You're looking around and you fucking start like, oh, you start. And then what happens within some people, it takes longer than others. I, I'm fortunate enough to be a little self-aware and like it's, I feel not that I'm, I've caught up to anything, but I'm saying like I've gotten along farther in the past, like two and a half months than fucking most people in the, in like a year. It is interesting how, like, you know, you, you always try to compare yourself to, like, you know, oh, this person only took four years to get crazy big, yeah. and but this person took ten years. So now, now you're thinking, like, well, am I going to be four years or ten years? Or, right. Or, or just thinking about it too much, does that make you accelerate to two years? You know, I don't know. Like, But I think you have to have a plan. You have to have, like, a, a plan on, like, a know a path. Like, I don't think you have to know. You don't, like, you don't have to know a path. Right. But you got to know a step. Well, I know with like my podcast, it's like I didn't really have a plan, but I have goals. Like every month, I want more downloads than the last month. Right. Not maybe necessarily every episode, but I look at it as monthly downloads. Yeah, a monthly like was am I getting more followers? Am I getting like am I growing this thing? Yeah. And and I would like to say successfully I am. You know, nice. there's definitely a lot more people downloading this episode Ooh. than my first episode. Nice. And it's clearly because I would like to think I'm getting better or I'm trying to right. – it's it's building. You know, People have heard another one and went like, hey, this was kind of cool. Let's listen to the next one. Let me maybe tell another person. Who knows? But, I mean, with comedy, it's kind of the same way too where I was like, you know, have I done more open mics this year than last year or this month than last month? Right. Have I done more book shows this month than last month? Right. You know, and I think well, I think that's a big thing. I think 
all you can do in the beginning is just go to your open mics and then you get to a position where yeah i mean i think that's the next step where it's booked show like you got to get booked yeah you know what i mean and or going to bigger clubs i've talked to other some comics that are just like well you know hustling around and getting booked on shows is uh you know I, i i could i'll have a better shot and get better work by just going to these open mics but that at the same time half of this fucking comedy game is building relationships with people or just people knowing who you are Definitely. and knowing that you're not a dickhead like that's really like just no yeah. like not being a piece of shit is like gold yeah and i'm not saying like i'm not trying to say everybody's a piece of shit but i'm saying just like at the end like really being a genuinely not shitty person yeah is gold i think that's with every occupation in any field whatsoever is do i want to work with this guy yeah not is he the best for the job? Do I want him yeah. around me? The, and the difference <laughs> with comedy is you have to every time you want to get to a show, it's like that's going to be the case. Like mm-hmm. who, this, who this guy? Or, oh, oh, this guy's funny. Or oh, I want to get this guy on. I like this guy. You know what I mean? And that's all it is. And then you go through those bookers and you you know do shows with them and you meet yeah. other bookers. Like that's like isn't that like? Because to me, I'm like I got to see the path. I got to see some steps. And that's what the, what it is. It's like networking and getting these bookers to where you're literally going. You're going like this. Yep. And booking on different things and then maybe getting, you know, somebody at different go to doing open mics at the bigger clubs and well, hopefully- known, in my own experience it's it's that ripple effect because I've gone on one book show and didn't even really do that well. But the fact that I was cool and approachable and, you know, didn't turn into a creeper idiot yeah. after the set got me another book show. Yeah. You know, I was thinking to myself, it's not what I did on stage, it's what I did after I was off stage. Yeah. It's, I think it's, it's both. Maybe. No, I mean, I didn't just... suck a huge dick. It's not like I got, like, you know, like, just threw up on stage and went, like, yeah. that's well, my honky. <laughs> <laughs> that's my honky. But, it, but no, if you – but the, you, you don't have to kill, but if you go up and you Attempt. just bomb, that's not going to be a good thing. So you've mm-hmm. got to have some, some redeeming qualities in your material. It was like – an average set. Like I got a few laughs. Yeah. There were definitely a thing, a couple things that didn't hit. Right. But overall it was like, yeah, it wasn't my worst set, but I feel like me being myself and hanging out and talking yeah. to these people afterwards, got them to go like, Oh yeah, he's not bad. Yeah. He just had a bad set. <laughs> <laughs> right. He's yeah, man. A, he's not a dickhead or an idiot. Like, yeah. I think in comedy, a big thing, because something that can lead you into comedy is being delusional. Clearly. Right. So everybody has to have that. So I think it's not everybody. Well, I know when you go to an open mic, not everybody is very, is so self-aware. Hmm. There's the core. You see the core group of guys that are kind of hanging around. And then there's like fucking some stragglers. Yeah. And those stragglers are typically not the most self-aware people. And that's why they're kind of swimming off from the pack and you don't see them everywhere. You kind of see them pop up at this mic or that mic. But then there's a core group of people that it's like I see all the time. You know what I mean? Guys that I see a right. lot. Right. This guy's funny and he's one of us. Yes. Instead of like, I don't know what's yeah. going on with that dude. <laughs> and then within that group, I mean, you have all different, not necessarily work ethics because I think everybody works hard. Yeah. But I think it's work priorities and work Work priorities, which make which turn into work capabilities. You know what I mean. Mm-hmm, so it's mm-hmm. like some people aren't able to prioritize comedy as important as they want to. Yeah, 
And so it doesn't give them the capability to do all the things they want to. And I so agree. that's why I get mad. And my biggest stink that I make, like on my own podcast, not even a stink. I don't know why. I just, I, but the biggest thing <laughs> you that fart on your podcast. <laughs> the, but it's not like it's that big a deal. I don't get mad. But one of my big, my big things I talk about, and I talk, we talked about it, was um, it's like people that are just saying like, "Well, you can, you're gonna just have to fifteen more years of this, seven more years of this yeah, until." Yeah. And it's like I know I got to see a path, and and that doesn't mean by no means I don't think I'm gonna be fucking you know releasing an hour special or anything like that but i mean there's got to be definite steps to take to grow and to be you know if i'm still doing the you know the same rotation of open mics and i'm hitting la once in a while four years from now like no no i need to be what i need to be doing definitely in four years definitely four years from now i need to be fucking 95 percent of my time in la and then dropping by you know if there's let's say there's still people that be, I mean, hopefully we're all there. Like in right. four years, we should fucking all be there. Right. Right. Yeah. In four years, I don't want to be doing any open mics. <laughs> yeah. No, for sure. Like the well, only what I was going to say is the open. I what I would be doing is dropping by some open mics to support. Maybe if I have some friends that are right. still doing open or these clearly open mics using and, an open mic as, as a workout. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And 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 to work out material because I for sure would would still do that. But what I'm saying is like no, like I got to be. You know, I should like I'm now like i just need to fucking afford the gas to be driving out there and shit hmm. to like go out and hit some mics and stuff and get into that scene as well like it just makes sense i feel like that's my biggest roadblock is i would rather do open mics in orange county because it's easier to get up on those open mics right while i'm shitty but once i've honed my craft and become a person that doesn't need to be doing open mics solely then i'll move into la and to try to do la book shows but or, my question is then how are the bookers if you're not yeah, where, where do those bookers in la exactly. find their their guys Tro- totally you have to be in the scene you have to be around yeah. you have to mingle yeah. it's just it's just the conversations that i've had with a lot of comics about this it just it just like doesn't add up i feel like i'm being told like like i'm walking around being like one plus one is two man mm-hmm. and then they're like no bro it's four because of you're not right. taking into account right. that you're so new and you don't need to be doing this right. so it's one plus one there's is four. rules here and you're like yeah. dude there's no fucking rules yeah that's the whole you know what the rules are there are no rules it yeah. really is like there is yeah. no rule no the, rhythm no rhyme no the rule is be funny yeah if you're funny there are no rules to you like you can Slip Dude, past Andy Dick is the fucking proof of that. Yeah. The guy is funny and he gets away with being fucking insane. And I'm not trying to do that. I don't want to be an insane person. Like I'm just saying, like, I'm fucking gonna go. Like, how let's go. You know? Like <laughs> I agree. I agree. And that's what I always feel like is like don't worry about what people think or what people are, are saying or, or all of that other stuff. Just worry about being funny. Yeah. Like if you're a killer, you can be a dick, you can be an introvert. You can be the quirky guy or the uh, you know guy that just sits in the corner. As long as you're like killing on stage, nobody's gonna be like, "Why is that guy just hanging out in the corner?" Exactly. <laughs> like, no, you could do just. But I think that's the big thing is just be yourself and don't be like. I think sometimes hanging out with everybody it becomes like. I, I don't know if my like I could be guilty of coming across like this unless you really know me. Like it's me. Like me talking about the Cujo. Fucking Cujo pounding out the water like that's just like that's not like a that's not like a like some comedians are like oh that bit like that's not a bit that's just me talking right like i do that to my parents right like that's right. how i talk to my parents that's how i talk to my brother that's why you know i mean I, in fact oh earlier when you were you, at another point you were talking about there's different versions of you like i feel like i had said i feel like my stage self and real self are coming together and then the only other self that there is for me is just with my girlfriend and it's not that different it's just not I'm not as 
I would say that's the only time I'm not like when people go, "You're on, are you on?" Mm. Like I don't can see it as on, right? But I would say that's the only time that I'm not like that. It's just with her. Everybody else, I'm like that. All You're not guy. trying. I'm not. Yeah, yeah, but it's almost more like. I feel like I would annoy her if I was just, and I do it all the time anyway. Like I do do it. Like I I'm the do same it. way with my girlfriend. It's like there's been plenty of times where like I've tried to be funny, yeah, and she's like, "What are you doing? Just be yourself." Yeah. See, I do it with, and I then I sit here and try to say like, "Oh, I don't do it with her. I just don't do it quite as much, I guess, mm-hmm. as I would if we're all hanging out and having fun and talking shit." Like that's it. I don't know. I just don't and feel I, like it's it's not a thing I try. And I also feel like she can only handle so much. Mm-hmm. You know, like yeah, would I really want to be like goofy twenty four seven? Hell yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. But there's going to be times where she's going to be like, turn down the goof. Like, right. I don't need that right now. Like, <laughs> Yeah. And see, I don't know. I, I do it a lot still, I guess. <laughs> and like, and my, but see, my girlfriend does that shit too. And like, then she will fuck her. Like, like she'll fuck around a lot too. So it's just different. I don't know. Well, she's an artistic person too. So yeah. maybe that's the thing. Is that might that be. That's why. Yeah. That's probably, that is actually probably why. Because <laughs> she fucks, she'll start fucking. Or she knows like the, like things that I will think are funny. Yeah. And then she'll just fucking say something i'll just be like you motherfucker like you, <laughs> i can't even i wish i could remember there's some shit she said in the past couple days that was just like you, i'm like, gonna steal that <laughs> yeah like she knows <laughs> she was just, yeah she was just like that's my honky i was like what how'd you know but this is a tarantino thing or you knew about it before and then like time doesn't even make sense in this universe either and then she called you a nigga feed me that chicken <laughs> Hand feed me, my nigga. That's my honky. I don't know what the. La- I don't know if I want to laugh or fuck you. My voice is pretty sexy. I know. You wanna, you wanna fuck this stroke mouth? You could just go to town, town on it. I don't. I won't even feel it on this side. Just make sure you fuck this side. Yeah, baby. <laughs> You sound like you're gonna have a like you literally. Hey, yeah, maybe I have to have a stroke, baby. That's my honky, baby. <laughs> it's so. Don't cut this out. <laughs> Jesus. On that note, I think we should wrap it up. Uh, we've been definitely uh, recording for a little bit. I might have to cut a little bit out. Who knows? You motherfucker. <laughs> but I will want to thank uh, Kenny for coming in. It's been a real treat. Uh, you are definitely a mensch, and I don't mean that in a derogatory way. <laughs> yeah. I mean in a good way. Oh, sick. Thank uh, you. Thanks but, for uh, having me. Yeah. Thanks for being on my podcast. Uh, yeah, yeah. If you guys can't get enough of us, definitely go check us out on uh, Kenny's podcast. It's called Hey Kenny, It's Kenny. You can hit me up on Instagram. Mm. Hey Kenny, It's Kenny. Or friend me on Facebook. Well, you probably can't even find me on Facebook because I'm like all blocked up. Because Facebook's like personal, more personal. But you, if right. you can find me, find me. Kenny Weber. Yeah, just look him up on uh, social media. And do you want to plug any other uh, maybe dates? or? Oh, yes. June 16th mm. at the OC Steelhouse. Uh, assuming 7 o'clock because that's when most things happen there. Yes. Um, come out and see me at my first show awesome yeah oc still house where i did my first live show as well i want to thank daryl's mom for making that happen <laughs> by getting married on the same day and yeah. so daryl couldn't do the show and so i was asked to step in and nice. so i was like hell yeah well yes uh i, I definitely want to uh, plug that show it's going to be hosted by uh, dakota friedman yes. and a 
lot of OC comedy uh, or comedians that have been on this show, as well as uh, other things are going to be there. So definitely check that out if you're in the Anaheim area, as well as uh, just check me out on social media at This Comics Live or The D Stories on Twitter, or you can write me an archaic email at ThisComicsLivePod at gmail.com. And uh, yeah, just rate and subscribe and, you know, tell a, a person that you like this uh, show if you did find it mildly amusing. Thanks again, Kenny, for coming in. And guys, once again, this is... This comic.